Last night I saw you in my dreams Now I can't wait to go to sleep Last night I saw you in my dreams Now I can't wait to go to sleep My mama, mama, mama I want to scream so loud for you Cause I'm so proud of you Hi everyone, this is Jordan, and welcome to the Mommy Social Podcast. So what made you want to start podcasting? Well, um, I actually have learned to love podcasts, and once I became a mom, I realized there were a lot of things that I thought were going to happen, and it just didn't quite go that way. And a lot of my friends, uh, my close friends, don't have children. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't like many people I could relate to on that level. But I knew there were other parents, mothers, kind of, they had to be going through the same thing I was going through. So do you see, um, like, a vast change regarding, like, friendships and motherhood? Like, since you're the only one of your friends that really have kids, do you see a change in, like, your friendship levels? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially when I first had my son, like, you know, it's cute. Oh, you had the baby. Everyone wants to come and say hi. And then it was like everybody disappeared, mm-hmm. you know. That everybody has their own life, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not the friend I can always just get up and go no more. And yeah. oh, okay, you want to go to party? Let's go do this. Let's go that. I'm like, oh, I have to find a babysitter. I have to make sure certain things are in order. So, um, I feel like a lot of my friends kind of forgot about me mm-hmm. once I became a mom. Do you find it harder to like? Is it easier or to navigate friendship from your end as as a mom? Um, it is harder for me also because you can't expect your friends to always be the ones reaching out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a two-way street. But once I had a son, all of my attention went to him. And it was pretty hard for me to learn how to navigate that. Also trying to deal with, like, postpartum anxiety and mm-hmm. just relationships and work. It was a big adjustment. Okay. talk. Let's let's go through that journey then. Um, you said you experienced postpartum um which I'm, I think I'm seeing more that it, it's more relevant now in, in society, um, just because more people are are nervous or or having issues to adjust to regular life outside of, like I don't know how our parents did it, but I know <laughs> postpartum is is you know is is more prevalent and more vocalized. So talk about the whole journey, like your whole pregnancy experience. Like what was your expectations going in? Okay, so. Uh, when I found out I was pregnant, I was excited, you know, but I felt like I was more prepared than most people just because probably for about eight or nine years, I had been a nanny mm-hmm. um, for multiple families. So I felt like, oh, I know what to do. You know, you got to swaddle the baby. You got to do this. Like, I just felt like I had the game plan. Mm-hmm. Not that it would necessarily be easy, but I never expected it to be so hard. So first of all, <laughs> when I was pregnant. Um, I just had a lot of physical issues. Like I had really bad sciatica. I couldn't walk most of the time. I developed carpal tunnel in both of my hands. Mm. So it would be so bad where I couldn't sleep. I couldn't write. I couldn't even do my daily task at work. So I never saw that coming. You know, people might say, oh, you might have a little morning sickness, Mm -hmm. but that's all I expected. So I was like, okay, well, once I have this baby, 
it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I had the baby. The labor, everything like that was fine. You know, I wasn't in labor that long. I didn't have to push but twice. So that was great. Mm-hmm. However, the first time I was left alone with my son in the hospital, I like freaked out. Like, oh, he won't stop crying. So I called the nurse and asked her, did she want to take him to the nursery so I could have a break? <laughs> That's what she told me. That's not what they do anymore. Mm. So I was like, oh, okay, so I'm going to have to take him home. <laughs> like, this is just life now because it's not going to work for me. Um, And then we got home and things got a little better. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I was still staying at home with my mom, who has had four children of her own. So a huge, huge, huge help. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and you know, his dad was there, but I didn't even know I was going through postpartum. Because, you know, your doctor typically... Well, in my situation, when I went to the doctor after I had my son, she was just like, oh, well, you know, how are you feeling? Do you want to hurt yourself for the baby? Mm. <laughs> I'm like, well, no. <laughs> and she was so like, extreme. Exactly. So that's what I thought postpartum depression was. Like, literally, you're on suicide watch or something. So at that point, I thought I was fine. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm just going through an adjustment. Um, but once I went back to work, it had became a point where I was, like, scared to get in a car I was scared to leave my son like my heart was racing all the time I was crying I'm like what is wrong with me like it was just it had got like really bad and I just didn't understand and I was actually talking to his dad one day he was like well do you think you're depressed I'm like no why would I be depressed Mm. so also I thought postpartum depression was the only postpartum thing that could happen yeah however once he said that, I did look into it, and that's when I found out about postpartum anxiety. And, I mean, it got so bad to a point where I went to the hospital, like, listen, I would like for you guys to give me some medicine. Mm. Because I, I don't, like, I was just about to lose my mind, and I wasn't really trying to be on no medicine. I didn't mm-hmm. want to become dependent on that. Um, but for me, what really helped me kind of overcome that is still... Like, literally, it's still a struggle sometimes. But what really helped me overcome it was, like, praying. Mm. And, okay, I say I believe in God. I say I have this foundation that's, like, am I working that faith, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's easy to get caught up in life. So I would say, okay, well, what does God say about this? And I would literally have to recite Bible verses. Mm. And I would talk to my friends or, you know, talk to my pastors and thank you for praying for me, you know, and it just became like a conscious thing. Like, you know, you have to decide to be happy. You have to trust that you have this child is going to be taken care of. You're going to be okay as long as you're doing, you know, what you need to do to keep yourself safe. So that was that. But yeah, so I mean, that's a lot more, but that was something I really struggle with even now that he's older. It's a little easier to say, oh, okay, you can go over you know, your aunt's house or your, your dad's house. But I still, I'm calling, yeah. trying to FaceTime. What are you doing? Have you been on vacation yet? Like <laughs> no. vacation? No. Okay. So Is that, that like a feat for you, you think? Uh, I want to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. I just had to make that decision. Like, I have to move forward with my life. Mm-hmm. And just have to trust that the people that I'm, leaving my child with like obviously I trust them so I have to work that you know because me being so wrapped up and being a mother like I lost myself you know Mm -hmm. 
the things that I like to do. Like sometimes I'm like, what do I like to do? Mm -hmm. Who am I now? And it's a rediscovering of I'm a different person now. So I have Mm -hmm. to rediscover those things. But like traveling is something that I really enjoy. So I am planning to be traveling this year, actually. But Mm -hmm. I hadn't done anything. Just go home and be a mom and go to work. So you're you're in the process of kind of trying to find yourself in through this podcast. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. That's very true. Um, what do you like? What's motherhood like for you now? Like, is there are there any? I mean, I know there's struggles still, especially during times like this where you're locked up. Well, right. most people are locked up in the house with their kid for from the time they wake up to the time they go to sleep. <laughs> Um, but what's what's motherhood for you like? What's motherhood like for you now? Um, it's a lot better, and my son is b- about to be three, so he's a lot more independent in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know it's still hard because it's just a learning experience. So mm-hmm. every day, you know, you learn something new. It's hard to say, let me not, you know, get mad or. Let me learn how to deal with my frustrations because he's only two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, your kids do something, you'd be like, stop. Or, you know, you get mad and it's like, well, okay, he's he's young. You got to teach him. You can't just expect him to know everything, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like that learning process, that patience. Um, and me and his father are no longer together. So that's also a new adjustment for me. Mm-hmm. How do I do this? Like, what is this supposed to look like? What's co-parenting and, look like? Exactly. And how do we make it? Where it's as smooth as possible for our child, because mm-hmm. that's what matters, right? You love me, well, my son. He loves me, and he loves his dad. So now I was just kind of trying to figure that out. Yeah. How do we make this work? Even having to think about one day, like, okay, one day I'll be dating again. How do I know when I'm gonna want to introduce somebody to my child, or if I want to introduce somebody to my child, mm-hmm. and things like that? So it's just a new. New levels, new issues, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just trying to figure figure that type of stuff out right now. Okay, um, you you kind of talked about the future already. Um, so so what does the the future like? Ideally, your future in motherhood, just like the next five years. Um, you sound to probably be about seven or eight. So what does the next five years look for you, like for you? Hopefully, well, I hope to, as a mother. Um, I definitely want to get him involved in like extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. I was planning to do that this summer, obviously with this pandemic. Um, a lot of that has been canceled for this year. Facts. So that is something that I want to do because he's super busy and has mm-hmm. uh, so much energy. So I know that would be something good for him. I know he would enjoy it. Um, just continuing to learn new ways to teach him. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to figure out. Like, he'll be going to school soon. So <laughs> that's just the whole other thing. Like, oh, okay. Now I'm going to have to get up extra early because I wait till the last minute <laughs> to get up and go to work. Now, you know, it's like I can't do that. It's going to come mm-hmm. a time where I have to make sure he's set. He's doing his homework. He's doing this. And, you know, he's growing up to be a respectable young man. And, I mean, these times are scary with everything going on with, like, the George Floyd thing. It's like, wow, I'm going to have to have this conversation with my child. Mm-hmm. which was never a thought in my mind before. 
you know, obviously not today, yeah. but the fact that that's just kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you, how do you expect, or how do you want this podcast to be effective to people? Um. Well, this this is not a it's not a like a trivial question, but what do you like? What do you want people to take away from listening to it? Well, the number one thing is I want you know people to know that they're not alone mm -hmm. because for a long time that's how I felt, mm -hmm. and like you you know like I said, you can have friends, you can have family members, um, but if they're not where you are or haven't been where you've been they can only understand to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, know that you're not alone. Know that, you know, we're going to find resources or whatever it is so I can explain and let people know about. If mm -hmm. you are going through this, hey, this is what I did, or hey, this is a resource that I found, you know, check it out. It may or may not help you. Okay. Things like that. Oh, I think I think podcasting is, is something that you want to get into, and I think, it's like your own brand right now, so I think it's dope. I think it's definitely a good message for people out there to kind of, especially women that's feeling alone, like kind of yeah. that that post podcast. So yeah, yeah. Um, you can sign off and right. let the people know where to reach <laughs> you and stuff like that. Okay, well, thank you all for listening, and um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's the Mommy Social underscore or you can follow me at jordan elise underscore and it's the same for twitter and facebook also so look forward to talking to you next time